Sell me your car today. This is Clay Edwards, and I want to buy your car, truck, or SUV today. Are you tired of dealing with all the marketplace maniacs and the Craigslist crazies? I hear nightmare stories every day about counterfeit checks for vehicles here in central Mississippi. Did you know if you get ripped off with a counterfeit check, your insurance company will not cover you? Let me make you a fair market value offer for your vehicle today. Contact me today at claybuyscars.com. That's claybuyscars.com. Crooked Joe Biden is absolutely destroying our country. He threw open the border. He wrecked our economy. Inflation is a disaster and everything else is just more expensive. It's not good. Now Joe Biden wants to put his candidate, and this is his candidate, Brandon Presley, in as Mississippi's governor. The citizens of Mississippi must not let that happen. Joe Biden's people are funding Brandon Presley's campaign. They own him. He'll do whatever they want him to do. So vote to reelect my friend, Governor Tate Reeves. He's done a fantastic job. The radical left maniacs who are attacking me are also after him. I'm asking you to make time to vote. Go out and find that time. You got to vote for Governor Tate Reeves. He fights for the people of Mississippi, and he has my total and complete endorsement. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. Down goes Presley. He was, Tate was up against the ropes a little bit, but just like any great heavyweight fight, somebody can get dropped at any moment. Tate body bagged him in the 12th round. Body bagged him. Zipped it up. Sent him to the coroner's office. I mean, ended Presley's campaign last night. You tuned in to the Clay Edwards Show live on 103.9 FM, WYAB, the free-range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. That's what Brandon Presley got smacked with last night, was a dose of reality. Was a dose of reality. We're going to break down a good bit of that as well as some other stuff, but we're going to jump straight to the phone lines this morning. We got Lindsay Beckham here on the line. She wanted to she wanted to clear a few things up that she, Tate may have Mr. Lindsay, I'm going to give you the platform. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I kind of wanted to, to say some things that I don't think got mentioned last night. Um, you know, I think Tay kind of started out on the defense with the Medicaid question and, and kind of stayed on defense all night. Um, but there are some things that, you know, as a Republican and as a conservative that I know – Tate is going to do if he is reelected and put back in office as our governor. And I mean, those are things to me that are, are very important, such as you know, a parental bill of rights. You know, and that's one thing that we advocate for, obviously, with Moms for Liberty, because we don't believe that our parental rights stop at the classroom door. And so that's something that I know that he has called on all of our legislators um, is to help get passed in this next legislative session, as well as a women's bill of rights. Um, you know, we need to make sure that our girls are protected in schools and in their school bathrooms, that women are protected in shelters, in prisons, in, in, in places like that. We, we shouldn't have to, to define what a woman is, but that's the world we live in right now. And, and you know, that's, that legislation is extremely important. I don't see that being something you know, that I, I really think that Presley would, would focus on, and yet I know that Governor Reeves would and so those are you know just a couple of the things that as a mom and as a conservative are, are so very important to me 
you know, the, the trans agenda, you and I, it, that's kind of our hill to die on. And, you know, Brandon Presley has kind of been all over the place on where he stands there. Back in June, he said that he would not have signed um, the REAP Act into law, which was the, the legislation that was passed this, this past session, um, you know, that protects our, our minor children from having these surgeries or, or having this gender-affirming care. Um, you know, then he kind of backtracked and came back in July and said, you know, I won't work to overturn that legislation. Uh, yeah, I think he was kind of getting some, you know, some negative feedback from saying that. But so, I mean, those are just a couple of the things, he, you know, Brandon Presley told us last night what he was going to do, that he wanted to, you know, completely fund education. And, you know, as a conservative and as, you know, a, a parent, I, I'm fighting for school choice. I believe that we should be funding our students and not the institution. Um, and so, you know, that's not at all what I believe Brandon Presley would do if elected and put in office. So, you know, I think a lot of people didn't hear about those issues last night. And like I said, to me as a mom, those things are, are just so extremely important. And I think that people need to think about those things, you know, as they head to the polls on Tuesday. And, and definitely we've got to just make sure that people get out and vote. Um, you know, I know that there are so many people that, they're upset with Tate for several different things. There's you know, the flag issue, but, you know, Clay, I mean, the flag is not affecting everyone on their, their day-to-day daily lives. The flag is not helping you provide for your family. Man, also, also here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing on the flag. It, it, if, you're, if that is what you're going to try to vote Tate out for, you're going to replace him with a Democrat who would have done the exact same thing. Right. So, I mean, just at, at the end of the day, if, they, if that's your heel to die on, the Democrat would have done the exact same thing. And that's what I had to rationalize with the COVID stuff. I was like, all right, Tate does a lot of things I like, but I'm really, really miserably angry about the way he handled COVID. But at the end of the day, a Democrat would have done it, would have been much worse at that than Tate was. So that's how I have to kind of rationalize that. And again, that it, I, I don't want to tell anybody how they should or shouldn't feel about the flag. That is everybody's, mm-hmm. as much as I get up here and bark about stuff, that's one thing that everybody has their own opinion on that I don't want to get involved in other people's opinion on that. Mine was to change it because of my relationship with my black brothers and sisters growing up that I just, I know how they felt about it. And honestly, it, I just never had an emotional attachment to that flag. So that's not a hot button for me personally. But I understand right. people that it is and I don't want to disparage them. But again, if that's if that's what's, if that's your, your sticking point, but well, you got to look at the other option. If, if you don't like the flag gone, start thinking about all them statues he's going to he's gonna sign executive orders to eventually make go away, uh, if it's Brandon Presley. So. I agree. And you know, the, obviously Medicaid is a huge hot topic. And I know that you know, Brandon Presley has said the first thing that he wants to do is expand Medicaid day one in office. But you know, we, Something he does not have the power to do. Right, but we've you know we've looked at that happen in other states, and it, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Now I don't know all the answers to to the healthcare issues that we have, but we have seen that expanding Medicaid it, it just doesn't work. You know, the returns that the the hospitals are actually paid are are kind of a, a fraction. Medicaid pays a fraction of what private insurance pays. So you know it's it's not it's, it's, it will be a band aid, and it wouldn't. In the long term, you know, really fix the problem. And, you know, so I, a lie that I believe Brandon told that it's, it's going to be a little harder to prove, 
But when he said that the majority of the people at the House, in the House and Senate, wanted to expand Medicaid, well, how, how do you know that? Have, right. have all the conservatives down there, even the fake ones, have they have they called Brandon and told him, Brandon, did they do a straw poll? I, I'm just curious. How did he come to the conclusion that the overwhelming majority down at the Capitol wanted wanted to expand Medicaid? Now, I, do I think they probably would? And, and, and yes, they probably do. I'm just saying, I don't know how he come to the conclusion that he knows that they do. Right. What was your while I got you on the phone? What was your highlight? What 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 did you take away from it? Uh, highlight, low light from both of them. What what good point did you think Brandon and or Tate both made? You know, I think that Brandon Presley really appeals to um, the the community, the, the the less fortunate community, or the people that the middle class or the lower lower class. Um, I think that. They see the things that he says and, and that, you know, they think, oh, we're going to catch a break. Um, I, I, you know, but with being a conservative, I just really think that uh, the voters need to, to really consider this when they go to the polls or, or when they're thinking about who they're going to vote for. Because if we elect a Democrat as governor, obviously we know Delbert's a Democrat. It is going to be so hard to get any conservative legislation pushed through. You know, so regardless of, of what you, you feel towards Tate about some of the things that have happened, or some of the things that have taken place, that's, that's, that needs to be what voters are thinking about. And this is close. It is really, really close going into you know, the last four or five days until the election. I mean, I think that Tate's still polling maybe just one or two points ahead. And so if, if we don't have... Republicans and conservatives get out and vote Tuesday. I mean, we're going to be stuck with a Democrat governor and Democrat lieutenant governor. And it, it's like I said, it's just going to be so difficult to get anything conservative done. Look, I know. And that's one of the reasons I buckled down and through my, dis, my, my discrepancies, <laughs> my, my disagreements, not discrepancies out the, out the window with tape, because I know that Delbert's a Democrat right. and, and people saying, well, look, even if Brandon wins, uh, you still got a super red majority down there at the Capitol. I'm like, no, we don't. We, 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 Real Clear Politics clearly has us as a purple state, and everybody knows Delbert is a Democrat. And again, shame on the people that went to the polls that call themselves Republicans and voted for Delbert. But I, I've spoken at nauseum about that. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I completely agree with you there. Um, I, I, do, I do think that, that Presley comes off as a likable guy. And sometimes I, I think that. People don't get that warm, fuzzy feeling with Tate. You know, I've been on been in one on one conversations with Tate, and I've seen, you know, I have seen a kind of a warm side to him. And, and like, of course, yesterday you were there when you heard him speak at once. He did a great job. He did a wonderful job, you know, at the Neshoba County Fair, speaking to to people who were there to support him. You know, I don't know that that came across. That side of Tate came across last night, um, and so you know, I think that if people if anybody was undecided and they they watched the debate last night, you know I wanted to reiterate these things that I don't that that weren't talked about. Look, um, yeah, it, and I also think the questions were a little left leaning, and I know the questions came from the people, but I mean, such so as the question about how are you going to protect black businesses? Why, uh, why I wanted to throw something at my TV. I mean, yeah, it really it really frustrated me that they had to to, to make sure that they 
insinuate that, that we have to protect the black businesses. Why not protect all businesses? Well, if you're worried about, well, in Jackson, how about work, fix the crime and the business and, the, and then money goes where it feels safe, for starters. Now, I understand the thing about state contracts and this, that, and the other, but man, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. If you're, if, you, if you're black and you own a business, start bidding on a... Start bidding on jobs in Jackson with the minority contractor stuff. You you, you should right. be just fine. But you know, I, I hate to get bogged down in that. I wanted to say something to your point about uh, how Tate comes across versus how Brandon comes across. Brandon Presley is that guy that might not be the most light guy in the room, but he's the loudest. You know, maybe he almost like got middle child syndrome. He he he's always got to be the loudest person. He's that old guy in the small town diner with the one-liners, zing, zing, all that stuff. He's a guy that has to sing a whole damn song every time before he does a shot. Everything's got to be a production that I got some oceanfront property in whatever town that is he's from. Uh, You quit telling lies about me and I'll stop telling the truth about you. And mama said, uh, man, come on, just put your biscuits up. I wonder how many times he said mama. if If I'd been drinking... Well, I was having yeah. some beers. If I'd been doing shots, I wouldn't have made it this morning. If I did one for every time he said mama. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Lindsay, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in this morning. I'm glad you uh, glad you asked to do that. So, Yes, absolutely. And, you know, also, if, you know, people have got to get out and vote, you know, not only for, you know, just governor, but, you know, also the our, who your representatives are. Yeah, I know you've talked a little bit about um, Shonda Yates and – I'm telling you, the, the legislation that she's voted on or the, the votes that she's made would scare you. Um, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm a big fan of Representative Nick Bain, and I'm kind of surprised that he's been backing her as much as he is because she voted for COVID vaccine mandates, and she voted, and she fought, kind of, she fought us on the library bill stuff and the porn in the schools, and she, and she voted to um, not have sports be people placed in force by their biological sex. I mean, so those are things that, that people have got to look at, know how they're, know, know who you're voting on and know how they vote if they've been you know, in the legislature up until now. Because yeah, and, and so I tell important. you, I, I didn't know where Emil stood on anything. I didn't know him. I hadn't looked at his platform, Emil Wilson, who's running against her as a, as a Republican, where mm-hmm. she made it a point that she was running as an independent because she doesn't feel like she can win as a Democrat, et cetera, et cetera. However... I mean, he called her out on the abortion stuff and and some other things that I wasn't aware of. But you know, I, I, I try to judge people based on my personal interactions with them if I'm not right. familiar with their platforms. But yeah, that's a little disparaging um, uh, with with the Shonda Yates stuff. So I, I think that if I had a vote on that, I'd probably lean towards a mill. If we're looking at the, at the voting track record, I, I'm not going to vote for anybody that stands up for trans rights and not playing sports during COVID or vaccine mandates or any of that stuff. Right. I, I just urge people just know who represents you and know how they vote so that you can make the best informed decision and get out to the polls and vote and tell everybody that you know that they need to do the same. Yeah. And vote, vote. Make sure y'all vote in these supervisor races. There's yes. some big ones out there. You know, absolutely. The, I mean, as much as, as as much fun as it is to sit here and talk about the governor stuff and this, that and the other, the ones that truly affect your day to day life the most are these local elections and these not, not even so much the state representative stuff. They can, but these border supervisor races, these are the ones right. that real and mayors and all that stuff. Anyway, but those are the ones that we got to focus the most on. Those are the ones George Soros is focused the most on. Exactly. To, to, to ruin this country. 
we got to start fighting and taking those back. Lindsay, thank you. Yes, and don't sell yourself for $20. <laughs> oh, that was the best line of the day. That that was the knockout blow to me. It was. Tate was up, like I said, Tate was up against the ropes. I thought Brandon was coming across like he was winning, even though I think Tate did well with facts and numbers, or at least what he considers to be facts and numbers. Uh, and, man, when he's hit the oh, – no, I know – I know for a fact Brandon won't sell his soul for twenty bucks, but he'll sell it to the highest bidder for you know whatever whatever the line was. I've been trying to find yeah. a clip of it, Kane, but that was the end of it too, and that was the walk off home run. I agree. I agree. All right, gotta well, take my break. Clay, I Thanks. appreciate it. Yep. Bye. All right, bye. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Phone lines wide open six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. What do you think about the debate last night? I will get to you as soon as we get back from the break. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Men's Health of Mississippi. Guys, are you suffering from ED, depression, low sex drive, obesity, lack of energy, sleeping bad? Your testosterone levels are probably low if you're suffering from all that, or you're lacking the morning wood. I hate to be blunt, but that's one of the first signs that you got low testosterone. Get over to Men's Health in Mississippi, get your levels checked, and let them see what they can do for you. See if you're a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. If you're over 35 or so, you're probably a candidate for, for testosterone replacement therapy. You will be thanking me later. And she will be thanking you later. Get over there today. Check them out. Menshealthms.com. Located right out in Madison. Start on the website. That's the easiest place to get this roll and call. Get you an appointment. It's very affordable. Very affordable. You'll be blown away at how affordable it is. But it's not my job to talk about their prices on there. Menshealthms.com. No need for insurance or any of that stuff. You have my guarantee on that. Menshealthms.com. Get your levels checked. Today, all right, man. We had a caller sit on hold through the whole break there, so I want to make sure we go straight to him. Hey, you're on there. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself? You missed two key points in an election that nobody ever pays attention to, and they're very important. All right, the school what is it? Board, the school board and the electric committee. Electric committee. Uh, electric committee. The guys over the election. I can't. I'm, uh, but but they're on the they're on the ballot. And nobody ever pays attention to it. And the school board is very important, and the election commission is very important. Yeah, the election, the, ele- the election commissions are definitely on this ballot. I don't think any of the school board members are this time around, at least not in Madison, Rankin County. And I guess some people do it differently. But, yeah, we, that's something we've actually focused on a whole lot here post-COVID is absolutely the school boards. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, that's, that's the most important. The people we put in our schools run our schools. Yeah. And they like I just want to bring that up. I think it's very important. So appreciate you, brother. Get out there and vote. Thank you. Good call there. You know it, we do. You know sometimes in life we are so worried about every little detail. Sometimes, like sometimes, I always refer to it like the alphabet. We should be really focused on A, B, and C. But sometimes we get focused on X, Y, and Z that we forget about A, B, and C. You know, it's like securing your home. You may have cameras in every room from Watchman Security Services. 
may have glass break sensors, driveway cameras, the whole nine yards, and you feel safe and secure, but you left the front door wide open because you felt too safe and secure. Forgot to lock the front door, forgot to lock the back door. It's no different from what's going on. Sometimes we get so bogged down with with, with certain things that we forget about the, the surface-level stuff, the front-line stuff, school boards, election commissions, committee, uh, election folks, mayors, board of aldermen, council people, DAs. We've got to start doing a better job with the people we put in these positions in certain areas around here. Let's take another call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Oh, uh, good morning. Uh, look, I was listening last night to one of Brandon's uh, advertisements where he said he wasn't afraid to buck his party uh, uh, to uh, uh, keep the LGBTQ people from taking over. He wasn't afraid to buck his party for this and that. Well, if he, if he is running in a party that he is so against, why the hell is he running as a Democrat? Yeah, hey, look, I brought it up. He he had a better chance if he wasn't really a Democrat to primary Tate like a real man and go at him like that instead of having to play Democrat. I don't think he's playing Democrat. They keep calling him a conservative Democrat. I just think that's a lie. He's a Democrat. Yeah, that's right. He's gonna. I, I he's he's telling people himself in his own advertisement that I'm gonna run as one thing and then and then do something different after I get elected. And it's, it's just, it's, it's just smacking in the face of, you know, how real that, that statement is. I'm not afraid to butt my party. Well, if you're against the, the, uh, um, I'm sorry, get tongue tied on everything. But if you're against all the stuff your party's for, then why in the world are you running in that party? Money, money, money. Uh, that's all I was just thinking. Y'all people smarter than I am on it. No, brother. Somebody chew on that. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's a good point. Bye. Yep, that was a good one. Phone lines, 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. You don't have to agree with me to call in. We can disagree. We do that around here, too. A lot of people disagree with me on Twitter last night. Let's read some of your texts real quick. Um, somebody had texted in and asked, where could you watch the debate at if you missed it? The whole debate is available at w, on YouTube at WAPT's YouTube channel. Just search WAPT. you got to scroll down some. There's a bunch of clips on it, but the, there's the whole gubernatorial debate, and it lasts uh, right at 59 minutes. They did that commercial free. So let's see here. Carl Ray says, and I brought this up last night. Carl Ray says, if you're a Republican and you had to watch the debate to see who you're going to vote for, you are not a Republican. Presley is just talking and the media is hyping just like they did with Biden. Vote Democrat and watch Mississippi get as bad as everyone else. Yes, I want to ask this question. I opened the show with Donald Trump's endorsement of Brandon. I'm sorry, of Tate. Er, Full stop. Of Tate. And I'm just curious. And I can ask this of the left and the right here. People who were maybe on the fence about voting for Tate. If you already know you were going to vote for Tate, the endorsement should do nothing for you. It did nothing for me. I mean, I like, I'm glad that Donald Trump supports Tate. 
Great. It's, that's cool. Whatever you want to call it. Trump made some great points. Does, but that shouldn't motivate you to get out and vote for, for Tate if you weren't already going to. Here's my question. If you're on the fence, if you're, especially if you're left center, little left of center, but you just, there's just some things about Brandon that rub you the wrong way. You, you, you like how Tate handled crime in Jackson, for whatever it may be, teacher pay raise, so on and so forth. Does that push you away from voting for Tate? Does your Trump derangement syndrome or your just disdain of Trump push you away from Tate? I'm like, I don't know, man. If I don't like Trump. I can't vote for somebody that Trump supports. I'm kind of curious. Is there anybody out there like that or am I just crazy by even thinking that? Let me know. I'm probably crazy. So that's probably the answer to that. I was trying to find... I tell you what, here's one thing. The WAPT's got a bunch of clips up here. Unfortunately, they're not titled the way I was hoping they would be. They were talking about the teachers' unions last night. And Brandon's very glad to have the teachers' union behind him. Like, they speak for all teachers. Only 2,000 of the teachers in Mississippi are a member of that union. They're not the majority. By no stretch of the imagination. The teachers union is ran by a nut job. Nut job. The teachers union would still want the schools closed. Tate was 100% right on that. 100% right. They don't speak for all the teachers. And look, I've been one of the few people who have been willing to, well, the people at this station in general. I want to make sure I I don't take all the credit here. We've been one of the only platforms to call out a lot of these crazy libs of TikTok teachers. All teachers ain't good. Period. Some of them have no business being in the classroom with your children. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess most of those in the state of Mississippi are also a member of that union. I mean, Tate has, I mean, Tate, Brandon had some crazy, crazy math last night. I can't say what I called it on my video that I made. He has a really crazy math last night. He said there was a teacher up in North Mississippi who said she didn't net but $23 extra a month from the pay raise. And Tate just called it out. Thought he made a great point. I'm like, hold on. We ain't just going to slide that lie in there, Brandon. He got a $6,000 pay raise. $23 a month net would mean she only makes $240 extra a year on this $6,000 Pay raise, so what's that? $5,760? Poof, disappeared in the air. Now I know the taxes, even if she was getting taxed at 50%. That's still $2,500, not $240. And my assumption is, I would like to see what, what, her, what her garnishments are. Is she being garnished by the state for some tax stuff? If she's not lying, if she's not lying, if Brandon's not lying, it's still a lie. (laughs) Let's take a break. Come back. I'm going to read some more of your texts. Again, phone line's wide open. I really do want to hear from you guys this morning. 601-879-0002. We're going to try to spend the first hour here talking about the debate, and then we're going to move to some other topics. Uh, Looks like 
the JSU homecoming shooter might not be the guy, but they're keeping him locked up when there's strong evidence suggesting that he is not the killer. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Reliable Rental Equipment, located right there on Meadowbrook Road, across from the old Meadowbrook Movie Theater, right there, and basically at the corner of North State and Meadowbrook Road in Fondren. Guys, if you need to rent some heavy equipment, lawnmowers, golf carts, side-by-sides, lifts, booms, they got it all. What about a rollback dumpster? A lot of lots need to be cleaned up around here. You need a rollback dumpster? They got you taken care of on the rollback dumpsters, and they can also provide the crew to do the cleanup if you need it. Uh, are you renting a big big bulldozer? Not 100% confident you can navigate that thing and operate it? Don't worry about it. If you can't, they got some folks that can. They offer uh, daily rates for uh, operators on heavy equipment. They got X mark. Uh, Zero-turn mowers available. Again, you can rent or buy. Uh, golf carts, side-by-sides, the whole nine yards. They got those air airdrop trailers that drop flat, and you can drive straight up on, and they'll raise back up. Really cool stuff. They, they got it all there at Reliable Rental Equipment right there on Meadowbrook Road in Jackson. Check them out online, ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com, ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com. Dot com locally owned, locally operated, investing back into the community. You love to see it. Go out and support them today. See my buddy Brad Patridge while you're there. He'll get you taken care of. Everybody knows Brad, so it should be a nice, familiar face and voice over there. All right. Somebody called about three or four times during the break and kept trying to put you on hold. Uh, call back now if you want to get on the air, but when, it, when you guys call, if you're not familiar with how this works, I'll put you on hold. You may or may not hear anything. But you're there. Just stay on hold, and we'll come to you. I definitely don't want to miss any of your calls. But I want to play a little clip here from the debate last night. This was what I thought the body blow to Brandon Presley from Tate Reeves. Court ruling in the Dobbs decision. Abortion now, for the most part, illegal in Mississippi. The state's only abortion clinic closed last July. Attorney General Lynn Fitch has joined other states in challenging the expansion of HIPAA laws. And if her objection is successful, it could allow government officials to access patients' out-of-state private medical records. This could potentially allow the state to prosecute in cases where a woman leaves Mississippi to receive an abortion. As governor, we'll start with you, Governor Reeves. Would you support legislation that would allow prosecution for out-of-state abortions? You know, I'm proud that the state of Mississippi led the charge to overturn Roe v. Wade. That is a decision that individual states ought to make as to what their abortion laws look like. And the fact of the matter is, though, this is an area and a topic where Brandon gets a little bit confused. You see, he has tried to tell the people with millions of dollars from out of state that he is pro-life. And I have no reason to believe that he's not. But I just find it confusing why the vice chairman of the most pro-abortion organization in America, Emily's List, Emily's List believes in abortion up and even beyond a baby being born. And the vice chairman of Emily's List wrote Brandon not one, 
but two checks in this campaign. The most recent one being within the last two weeks and being for $50,000. I want to say something real quick. You're either pro-life or or you're not. Brandon says he's pro-life, but he's taking money from, uh, guys, it it ain't pro-choice. It's it's pro-baby murder at the end of the day. You're you're not pro-life if you're accepting donations from Emily's List. That's like calling yourself a Christian and taking donations from the Church of Satan. I don't understand why he would even take that check if he's truly pro-life. He ought to send it back to California. I wish he would have answered the question that you asked him. I'd be glad to cede him a little time to do that, actually. But let me say this. Unlike Tate Reeves, anybody that, let me say this to you, Governor. Anybody that contributes to my campaign, I'm not like you. Somebody, I'm not going to sell my soul for $20 for campaign money. So if somebody... This is it. This is the best part. ...donates to my campaign, it doesn't change my beliefs one second. The reason you throw that at at me so much is you know it's within yourself. That's the reason you accuse me of this. Anybody donating money to me can hang it up. They think they're going to tell Brandon Presley what to do. Nobody from the President of the United States, the head of any political party, is going to tell me what to think and what to do. Listen, I'm a Christian. My faith teaches me to be pro-life. My faith teaches me to be pro-life. And I support exceptions in our law for rape, incest, and life of the mother. But I'm pro-life, and I have been forever. Tate Reeves knows that. He wants to accuse me of things because he would sell his soul for any campaign contribution, and I won't do what a donor tells me to do. He's looking himself in the mirror when he makes that accusation. Um, first, of all, I'm, first of all, I'm not going to question his Christianity. Second of all, I don't even believe that he would sell his soul for $20. I believe him when he says that. Maybe the first thing he said tonight that I believe. But if you look at how much his solar panel buddies gave him, they gave him a lot more than $20. They gave him tens of thousands and maybe even as much as $100,000. I think he sold his soul for that. Not only do I think he sold his soul for it, I think he broke Mississippi law. The fact of the matter is three public service commissioners have gone to jail for doing exactly what Brandon Presley has done. And so for him to say he wouldn't sell his soul for $20, I'll take him at his word. He charged solar panel gentlemen, buddies a lot more than $20. I hate to cut you off, the gentlemen, commissioner. <laughs> Man, uh, it looks like the, looks like the, the host there were in, on the, uh, were in on the fix for, for Brandon until, until the, he got body bagged right there. I think that was it. I think the abortion thing, if you if you call yourself a conservative of any sort and you're for abortion, you're you're not a conservative. That's a hard line in the sand on this one. There's a lot of gray area in life. I don't believe there's gray area in this I, on the abortion matter. You got you, you got to pick a side. You just do, and you got to vote on how you feel. About that side at the end of the day. Do I think it's a popular thing for conservatives? Do I think being hardcore, legitimate, pro-life, zero tolerance on abortions, do I think that wins us elections? No, I don't. But sometimes you have to go with what you believe is the right thing. And for Clay Edwards, not killing babies is the right thing at the end of the day. Um, 
Amber, Amber texted in and asked, where is Miss Sylvia? You know, I was thinking about Miss Sylvia the other day, Amber. I'm not sure. I hope she's still listening. Uh, she just hasn't uh, hasn't called in much here lately. Let's read a few of your texts on the... Well, I'll tell you what, even better, let's take a phone call. Let's, how about Miss Lacey on the phone? How you doing, Lacey? Hey, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. All right. Well, uh, I was just calling to say... There is no way that I would vote for Brandon Presley. No way possible. He supports too much stuff that's against God's laws, and I will not support that. No matter. And I, you know, and I think that's where a lot of other people fall too. At the end of the day, there again, I'll say it over and over. There's plenty of things that I disagree with Tate Reeves on. But yeah, he, 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 he he's right enough on some topics that matter the most to me that right. that especially compared to the other other guy, I just I, I can't not vote for Tate. I cannot not vote for Tate. You're right about that. But anybody, like you say, that called themselves Christian, a follower of Christ, would not vote for someone that kills babies or that supports sexual sickness. Agreed. So, Agreed. Lacey, yeah. it's great to hear from you. I was thinking about you the other day, too. I was like, man, I ain't heard from Lacey in a little while. I know. I've been very busy. That's good. That's but good. I Make that to money, you every day. I, I listen every day, and if I miss it, I listen to the podcast. So I, I hear you. Awesome. Well, look, tell everybody. I tell, you, tell, tell your husband I said hello, and uh, stay safe out there. All right. I will. All right. Don't be Thank a stranger. Uh-huh. All right. I All right. won't. Bye-bye. Thanks. Lacey, one of the OG callers around here, her and Miss Sylvia. So always got time for either one of them when they call. Love Miss Lacey. She's been out to my events. Anytime we host a fundraiser, uh, her and her husband show up. Good, good folks. Let's take a break, come back, wind down the first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Man, I just uh, was going through my Facebook memories during the break there, and I, I, a memory came up, and I just shared it with Sean Yurtkaran to tell you just how far Jackson has come in a year. Of course, the part of Jackson controlled by the state, the CCID, not the part controlled by Chakwe. That, that's all going to hell in a handbasket even more than it already was. But in the CCID, we went from, this happened one year ago today, the DoorDash driver was robbed and killed in Jackson, in Bellhaven, one year ago today. Now, the Capitol Police were already up and running, but they were not up to full speed. Everything was not what it is today. I think suffice to say that that kind of stuff ain't happening in Bellhaven now. I believe, to me, that was rock bottom. For, for 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 Jackson. That was when we were on the cusp of losing the, air quotes, good part of Jackson. When Bellhaven and Fondren were up against the ropes there. So Jackson has, that part of Jackson, the Capitol Police, all that has come a long way. And I think that's very relevant when you get out to the polls Tuesday. If you live in Jackson, if you like hanging out in Jackson, you want to feel safe in Jackson, you vote for Tate Reeves and the Capitol Police. 
for Jackson. Tate for Jackson. Tate coming to save Jackson, just like he did during the water crisis. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. As always, the podcast is usually uploaded by 10 a.m. Central Standard Time here in Central Mississippi. And worldwide, yeah, I guess it's worldwide, <laughs> you got the internet, you can find the podcast. Just search Clay Edwards Show. And uh, please, hey, hit share on that thing, subscribe. We clip up articles and, as articles, we clip up segments and load the whole show. I load bonus episodes up there. If I get home and get some sand in my crawl, I'll create a new podcast. I've been doing a lot of videos lately, and I also convert those to audio only for the podcast. So there's a lot of content out there. I'm doing this full time now. So uh, y'all can support me by hitting subscribe and hitting share and letting your business owner friends know if they need somebody to advertise with to reach out to Clay Edwards and WYAB. Speaking of advertisers, real quick before we get into the next stuff here, what's for lunch today? I'm going to keep it quick. Martin's downtown, Jackson, you got pot roast. And also, of course, you can order off the whole menu. Your boy, I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times, the country fried steak is my go-to, but their ribeye steak gyro is also amazing. Be sure to get over to Martin's downtown, seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Best food, the best bar, the best live entertainment in Jackson, hands down, all the football games are always on. If there's a game, it's on. They got their new patio. I'm a weirdo. I like cold weather, so this is perfect patio weather for Clay Edwards. It's fat boy season. We've been waiting on it all year. <laughs> I ain't fat. I'm big boned. Anyway, get out there. Enjoy Martin's downtown. If you need lunch out in Madison or Brand or downtown Brandon, Burgers Blues Barbecue is going to be your stop. They've got Thursday's plate lunch special is hamburger steak and country fried steak. Your sides are mashed potatoes, corn, and green beans. And, of course, the full menu is available, too. If you're not in the mood for the blue plate special, may I recommend the buffalo chicken wrap, grilled or fried. If you're watching your weight, they've got some great salad options, some protein bowls. They're called B3 bowls. Really good. The smoked Nashville hot wings are really good. That should keep you in ketosis if you're doing a keto-friendly diet. They got it all available there for you at Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. Don't forget them for all your catering needs throughout the holiday season. They can take care of five to 5,000 people. And they have two food trucks available also. You can have your parties like I'm going to at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue if you need an event space. They got it. They're at their downtown, downtown Brandon location with the big patio. We'll be having the Clay Edwards Show Christmas party there. More details coming soon. All right, that's what's for lunch today at Martin's Downtown and at both Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue locations. Don't forget their third location opening in Flowood uh, here in the next week or so. We'll keep you posted. Let's see here. I had a texture. I was going to shift gears for a minute, but I had a texture. And this we'll tie all this in together. A texture asked me if I would explain to folks 
how a vote for for Tate is a vote for helping with Jackson crime or, or helping fix Jackson crime. Here's the text. It says, can you talk about what happens to the Capitol Police? And I'm assuming you mean Capitol Police. If Brandon wins, I've heard he is going to fire Sean Tindall, the DPS knee Sean Tindall. Yeah, look, I, I think it was yesterday. I went on a big old rant about this. Sean Tindall's commissioner of DPS, Department of Public Safety. He may very well be doing the best job of any of the other appointees in Tate's staff or cabinet, however you want to word that. I like Sean Tindall. I've met him several times, spoke to him yesterday for a minute. The personal personal feelings aside for the guy, I think he's a good guy. The the job he's done with the Capitol Police, with hiring Bo Lucky, with the Highway Patrol and all the other law enforcement state law enforcement agencies that fall agencies that fall under his command. I find it insulting that Brandon Presley said that he was going to fire him and hire somebody with a law enforcement background. You know, I've gone this whole time thinking Brandon Presley was used to be a cop. And last night he was like, I worked in law enforcement in high school and junior college. I don't want to disparage the fact that he worked in the dispatch or anything. I think dispatchers do a hell of a job. And I, you know, I don't want to come across as negative towards dispatchers by no means. But I thought Brandon, you know, to hear Brandon Presley talk about law enforcement like he does, I thought he'd been out on the front lines playing cops and robbers and stuff. Anyway, he said that he was going to fire Sean because he had never been a cop. Well, <laughs> neither had Brandon. So that's just my thoughts there. You do with that what you will. I think inarguably. Capitol Police have been a blessing for Jackson. And it's actually forced JPD to step their game up because, they, frankly, they looked bad. Their leadership was bad. They were losing, they were losing officers at a breakneck pace. Now they've got a solid chief and Chief Wade. They're bringing folks back like Wendell to be the assistant chief. Nothing but good things seem to be happening at JPD. They are on the come up. Of course, the floor is mighty low. So the come up don't have you don't have to do much to look good, but they're doing a lot. I'm happy to look. I'm always looking for something good to talk about about Jackson. People get mad at me. All you, all you talk about is the negative, man. There ain't been no good to talk about. I'm not, I'm not here to give free publicity to businesses. That's, if that's the kind of good you want me to do, I'm not here to promote your event for free. You can pay me to. We can talk about the good things that when those good things help put money in your pocket. I need to get a little bit of mine. So. But stuff that's uh, done by the government, by the city, there ain't been much good to talk about. And now there is. I think the Capitol, the old saying, the high tide lifts all ships. Capitol Police and the CCID is the high tide. And I think it's forcing JPD to rise with it. So, hey, a safer Jackson is better for all of us. I would love to come back in and feel safe in Jackson. In anywhere I want to go in the city. But we just ain't there yet. And I don't know that we get there, but can't legislate morality. But good job so far. Anyway, there's my rant about Jackson, about Capitol Police, and about why if you live in Fondra and Bellhaven, if you live in that CCID, that uh, Northeast Jackson, 
your butt needs to be voting for Tate Reeves if you like your day to day quality of life with the Capitol Police because Brandon Preston is going to most likely gut that. He, he he's going to do what Chakwe Antar Lumumba tells him to do. I mean, what Benny Boom Boom Thompson tells him to do. He's going to be working shoulder to shoulder with DAs, George Soros funded DAs like Jody Owens. Y'all don't want that. Y'all don't want the Democrat Party. They do one thing. They work well together. They do what they're told. They they get in line and do what they're told. Washington, D.C., New York, and California Democrats have overwhelmingly funded Brandon Presley's campaign. You don't think you don't think favors are owed? I got some oceanfront property in Timbuktu, Mississippi to sell you. If you don't think favors are owed. Man. Oh, those little one-liners. I'm not a fan of one-liner guy. Not a fan. All right. Shifting gears, but staying in Jackson. I was at lunch yesterday, and and Jill Ford comes up to me, representative out there in Madison. I thought she was going to bite my head off. I was like, what have I said about Jill lately? <laughs> Being a little facetious. She's like, I need your help. There's a case of a guy that is most likely, that's possibly innocent, sitting in jail for no reason. Can you help shine some light on this thing? So I first just want to thank Jill for asking me if I would do that, and I did. I told her I would, and I went straight home. I made a video about this. I put it on all my social media platforms, and we're going to talk about it now. We covered the JSU homecoming weekend shooting here on this show. It's just another low point for in the Jackson versus Jackson State rivalry that holds Jackson State back from being what it can be. Again, I'll tell you, the greatest rivalry of JSU is not Alcorn or Southern or anywhere else. It's the city of Jackson. They do more to harm Jackson State than anything another rival could ever do. Well, a young man was arrested from down in Jones County, Joshua Brown. Well, now it's come out that there was video. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to play the WLBT thing. I'll let, they'll give you the synopsis of it, and then I'll tell you what I think at the end of it here. The Jackson State murder investigation. Three on your side was first to show you video of what's believed to be the suspect in the Hattiesburg area around the time of that shooting. Well, tonight, more witnesses are coming forward who claim they were either with shooting suspect Joshua Brown before, during, or after that shooting took place. Our Brendan Hall joins us now with the very latest tonight. Brendan. Well, witnesses have been anything but shy as they vowed for 19-year-old Joshua Brown's innocence. Officials with JSU, on the other hand, have not said a word since Monday when the chief released a three-sentence statement. Michaela Smith, Cedric Watts, and Cedric Beavers, all potentially key witnesses in the murder investigation of Jalen Burns. Of the three, Smith, who is Joshua Brown's girlfriend, is the only one who has apparently been contacted by investigators with Jackson State University police. She says that happened Tuesday, more than two weeks after the killing took place. He asked for my name, and he just told me to give him a timeline of when everything happened. It was no longer than 10 minutes. Not even. Do you think that 
long enough or sufficient for a murder investigation? Um, considering he's the prime suspect, no. Smith says she was with Brown from the time they woke up for morning church service until about 8 o'clock the night of October 15th. That's around the time Brown allegedly connected with his friend, Cedric Watts. He had texted me at 726 and said um, he was on his way from Columbia. And we have text messages um, that, can, that um, I can show to prove. Watts claims he was with Brown from around 8.30 that night until about 10 o'clock and was inside this white truck with the 19-year-old. In this exclusive video, Three on Your Side was first to show you Monday. It was captured outside Pit Road Grocery a few miles north of Hattiesburg and later the Krispy Kreme in Hattiesburg. If that's true, they would have been far from campus during the time of the shooting, which took place around 9.30. About an hour later, Brown's roommate and Ole Miss football commit Cedric Beavers says the alleged murder suspect was back on Jones College's campus. It was around 10.30. I saw him pulling up. I helped him get his groceries and stuff out the truck. And after they would play the game. It's unclear if JSU investigators know any of the information we've told you so far because Watson Beavers claim authorities haven't reached out to them. And authorities won't answer our questions either. Chief Warden doesn't want to say anything? He's not. He's in a meeting at the carry home. All right. All right. Tell him to give me a call. You could. All right. And that call from Chief Horton is one I'm still waiting on. One last thing to note here is Michaela Smith tells me she tried to give the investigator evidence of her boyfriend's location on the night of the killing, but he told her he didn't want to see it. I'm Brendan Hall, three on your side. I, I apologize. I actually played the wrong video, but still relevant. Got to the same point. I had two videos pulled up. Um, here at the end of the day, this is going to come down to when when the sh- the call came in. Versus when the video that they got him on at a gas station down in Hattiesburg or just north of Hattiesburg, it it would have taken him thir- somewhere between 13 and 30 minutes to get from Jackson to Hattiesburg, I believe is what they're saying. If the time, if, if, if the call of the shot of, of the, of the crime happened exa- at exactly, or let me rephrase that. If the crime happened when the call came in, then he only had 13 to 33 minutes to get from Jackson to Hattiesburg. So we all know that that's impossible, period. I've, I've, we've all made that drive a bunch. I've made it twice here recently. You, you, it ain't, you're not getting there in 30 minutes, not from, not, especially not from the campus on JSU. Maybe, maybe if you're in Florence, you can get to the other side of McGee in 30 minutes. You ain't getting to Hattiesburg. It, it, it ain't happening. This should be an easy. This should be easy to come up to a resolution on this thing. We all watched the Polo trial. They used the cell phone data to ping it. You know, your cell phone pings off in tennis. Either he was in Jackson or he wasn't. I mean, they should be able to use cell phone data to find out if he was at the campus or around the campus. At the time of this crime. Now, there's also the other thing here. Surely they have cameras on that in that on campus apartment parking lot. I have to assume that the JSU police have some evidence here. I mean, otherwise, how did you even come up with it being this guy? 
there's got to be some cell phone data. There's got to be some cameras. And the other thing is, and, and, and don't, don't underestimate this in Jackson. The crime could have happened and nobody called the cops for an hour later. And if that's the case, the time of the call isn't necessarily, I mean, it's relevant, obviously, but you got to throw what you think you know out the window on how long it took him to get back to Hattiesburg because then he had more time. But I think the easiest way to figure this out is ping the antennas like they did for the for the polo trial. Either he was up here. I mean, if he's got Google on his phone, he's probably got GPS on his phone. There's got to be a way to look at that cell phone or if his truck has nav to look at where it's been. All that data stores in there, by the way, y'all. I was listening to Fox News the other night when they were looking for doing the manhunt for that mass shooter. And one of a FBI agent was on there and said straight up, if you've ever hooked your phone up, Bluetoothed your phone to the infotainment system in your vehicle, it tracks everything. It knows everything and it stores all that data. If you're ever going to, shouldn't say this, but whatever. I'd say a lot of things I shouldn't say. If you're ever going to commit a crime, first off, do it by yourself. Second off, leave your phone at home and go in an old vehicle without an infotainment system. Let's take a break, come back, unpack this some more. We'll go over some other things. A lot of great text messages on the Guns and Gear text line. If you guys want to text, 769-241-1944. If you want to call in, 601-879-0002. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Guys, if you're in the need for a vehicle, get down to Crystal Springs today. And you ain't even got to go all the way down there. Jump online. Mercy House, MercyHouseAutoCenter.com and check out their wide assortment of vehicles. They got some great deals right now. They got a few like older, really inexpensive vehicles on the lot. I even saw a like a little Dodge truck, one of the little smaller ones, for a very fair price. And everybody's always looking for a small pickup truck. They're getting harder and harder to find. They got one down there. At least they did a couple days ago. Last time I looked at their Facebook page. But check them out, MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. If you're in the market for something ten to twenty thousand dollars, and of course they again they have stuff like this that falls into what you call that cash car category. They do get that kind of stuff because of great donations from folks like y'all who donate their vehicle to a good cause and get the tax write-off, of course, and they're able to turn around and sell those quote-unquote cash cars also. So it's, it's a great place to start. You don't have to deal with the marketplace maniacs or the Craigslist crazies. You can just go right down there to and the marketplace maniacs and Craigslist crazies sell vehicles too, <laughs> as, as you, you are well aware of. They don't just uh, They don't just shop. They also sell. You can avoid all of that at Mercy House Auto Center. And you're also buying from a 501c3. It's a good cause. The the overwhelming majority of that money goes back to funding Mercy House Auto Center. I mean, Mercy House Teen Challenge, which helps beat addiction and put fathers back in homes. Shop them online, mercyhouseautocenter.com. All right, man, my my favorite retired FBI agent, uh, Chris Hinkle, texted in and had a good point here. Got to spend a little. Got to eat lunch with Chris yesterday at uh at Mama Hamill's as we are getting ready to to hear all, everybody speak there at Gripping Grin yesterday. 
Uh, Chris says this. I hope you don't mind me repeating this. Uh, he says the, the taxpayer, let me see. It says another reason why law enforcement needs to stay away from comments like can't answer that because it's an ongoing investigation. That creates an information vacuum. Something will fill the vacuum and it will likely not be good. He says the uh, taxpayer funds that go to JSU will be used. We're talking about, and I said if the guy's innocent, he should throw their kneecaps off. At the end of the day, I mean, if there's true evidence out there and they don't have no evidence to hold him, if he's guilty, he's guilty. If they got that evidence, that cell phone data that I'm referring to, that infotainment data, then then it is what it is. But Chris says the taxpayer funds that go to JSU will be used to pay for that, will be used to pay for it, and tuition and will be raised. So saying that taxpayer funds will have to pay for the lawsuit, therefore tuition and stuff will be raised. Since campus police do not have the same level of training of ranks that file of, of rank and file police departments. You need campus security on campuses, not full law enforcement departments. JSUPD can do a request for assistance from FBI to examine cell phone data. Even though FBI doesn't have jurisdiction, they can't assist. And I and I sure hope that's what's happening here. When you've got somebody and there's there's another fellow too. There's there's um there's two guys. There and I did not write the other guy's name down here, but there's a guy that's sitting in there too that's accused of driving him. And the vehicle they're saying they were in had apparently been totaled out or broke down days before this happened. At least that's the story that everybody's sticking with. So this looks bad on JSU, police department right now. Now I'm always going to lean towards giving police the benefit of the doubt and I hope that they've got the evidence they need and they got their guy and this ain't been a big waste of time and money. But right now, it ain't looking good for them. And you also possibly have a killer out there running free. And the longer you take wasting time doing all this, the longer that guy has to get away. So it's just a bad look. It really is. What's uh? Let's read some of your texts. Reaganken says, if you, were, if you were guilty and in prison, you might not like it, but you accept that you were where you were, where you ought to be. But if you were innocent, that would be the greatest injustice. Can't think of too much worse, except Whoopi Goldberg, Maxine Waters, and Oprah Naked. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Reaganken, for that visual. That has got to be one of the absolute worst feelings in the world is sitting in jail for a crime you know internally you didn't commit. And he makes a great point. Regardless of the lies someone may tell themselves, because everybody in jail is innocent, right? If you ask them, I didn't do it, man. <laughs> uh, so when you're in there and you can and you look inside and you know you're, you're guilty, at the end of the day, you can't be too mad at anybody but yourself. But if you're truly innocent, and you're thrown in there amongst that. And that's why you do have groups like the Innocence Project and stuff that do good work. Now, they have gotten guilty people out. <laughs> but that's that's got to be a terrible feeling. I, I don't know that I have to add too much to that. I think we can all agree that nobody wants to go to jail, much less for something they actually didn't do. I had a guy try to set me up one time that I used to rent a house from. I moved out, and years later, he was getting pills mailed to his house. Thousands of pills. 
mailed to his house and it was using my name. We used to be friends when I rented the house from him. But well, we're having a brain fart here. Yeah. He was getting thousands of pills mailed to his house in my name. Because I used to get junk mail there. He called me one day, years later, you know, years after I'd lived there, and said, hey, man, you got a package here. I was like, I don't have a package. And when we get into an argument over the phone, well, this is back in hot-headed clay days, I'm like, well, I'm just going to ride over there and whoop his butt. He ain't going to talk to me like that. I get in my truck. I'd been, been at a job interview, actually. I was wearing a suit. <laughs> this is right after we closed the clubs down. And I drive my truck over there. Actually, I didn't even have my own vehicle. I'd lost everything at this point. Couldn't afford to buy a pill, much less, much less uh, have thousands shipped to me. But I pull up to this guy's house. Man, every law enforcement agency in Hines County and NBN were there at his house. They snatched my ass out that truck. Excuse me, out that truck, threw me on the ground, got guns to my head. Asking me, why am I here? Why am I here? I'm like, he, he talk, I came here to whoop his butt. <laughs> he thought he was disrespectful to me on the phone. But I told him, I said, I ain't got no package. You can throw it in the fire. Burn it. Throw it away. Whatever it is, I ain't got a package. Well, what it was is he had had these pills sent to him. And I guess MBN had used a FedEx or they, they had... They called it at the hub, whether it was FedEx or UPS. They called it at the hub there, and they decided to play delivery driver. Well, the second he signed for the package, but she signed, I don't know if he signed my name or his name, but the package was in my name. The second he did that, that was him accepting the drugs. So they tackled him, and he tried to say, no, man, this is this is Clay's. I've never told this story before, by the way. But this is Clay's. So he's like, well, you better call Clay and get him out here. You better prove it's Clay's. And it almost worked. It almost worked except the fact that he signed for it. He knew about it. And I got out there and clearly they knew. And it was what I said on the phone, I think, that man, I ain't got no package. But it was closer. So my point being, and I ended up knowing one one of the agents, and I was just able to kind of paint the picture, explain my side. And it still looked bad. But I was able to walk away from that thing, and he went to jail for a little while. He didn't go long enough. I think he probably snitched on some folks. But you'll, it's easier to go to jail, and, I, and that changed my opinion on this whole thing. I very easily could have been sitting in jail over something I had nothing to do with, but I let my anger get the best of me in going out there that day. Now, they probably would have come and arrested me anyway. So going out there may have ended up being the best thing. But all just because I had some junk mail. They were like, see, you even got mail here. I'm like, that's junk mail. That's unpaid thing. That's, I, I haven't been out here in years. We have not talked in years. So came real close. I'm very, I have a soft spot in my heart about people who are sitting in jail for something they possibly didn't commit or, in fact, did not for crimes they did not commit. Let's take a break. Come back. Hit the reset button. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Guys, home, car, business, window tinting. They got it all. 
covered at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Windshield replacement, automotive glass replacement in general, they got you covered at Lakeland Glass and Tent. But hey, they have decided to step up and become the leader in the area when it comes to ceramic coating applications on your vehicle and paint correction. They've put a great team together over there, and they are the Expel Installer of the Year. They're using Expel ceramic coatings, wraps, and PPFs. So get over there, check them out today, let them take care of all of your vehicle wrap, vehicle ceramic coating, windshield replacement, and window tinting needs, again, on your home car or business. And look, that wrap stuff, guys, if you are opening a business, girls, you want to wrap a wall, you got an idea, want to put your logo on it, if you got a restaurant, put your menu on it, I'd be weary about that, the way menus change. Don't put the prices on there. How about that? <laughs> they can do it all for you at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Give them a call today or check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com, for a quote today where quality matters. All right. Let's jump back in your text messages real quick. And, yeah, I, you know, I never told that story publicly. Sorry, my phone. I never told that story publicly about almost going to, you know, potentially going to prison. I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I said, you know, I think the, if my math worked out, I probably would have gone to jail for like 10 years. I would just be getting out. Uh, well, no, actually, that would be wrong. This happened back in 2010. So, I figured I'd have been doing 10, 13 years, something like that. But it was fresh on my mind the other day for some reason. And I think that's why I decided to tell the story. I may go in further detail about that sometime. I will never mention names, but the, uh, it was a, that was a wild day. If it wasn't for um, a local deputy that was there on the uh, Hines County Task Force that used to do security for me at one of my clubs, I don't know that they would have – they would have probably made me have to prove it in court just like this guy. So – it worked out. Let's see here. I, let me, you know, let me add to that. That was the incident right there that made me be very selective about who my friends were, and that was a guy that I grew up with. I mean, we grew up in the same neighborhood together, and this was a guy that I really thought was a friend. I, I, I really did. Be careful about who you let in your circle. I know I got a bunch of smart people out here listening that I that have already learned this, and I got some people who maybe on the on the come up. Maybe maybe you just got out of jail. Maybe you are just co- just getting into recovery, just getting sober, whatever the case may be. Everybody ain't your friend. Everybody don't want to see you win. Never forget that. I keep my circle so tight; it's like a period at the end of a sentence. Ain't four. Four or five people. I mean, it's it's tight. I mean, I know a lot of people online, this, that, and the other. But the people that know how to come to my house, that circles that circles a dot. Keep that in mind as you get older. What Mama and Grandmama said about you only have one or two really good friends your whole life. Keep your circle tight. That they are right about that. That don't mean you can't have be nice to folks, but be careful who you let in your inner circle. Be very careful about that. Be careful you let around your dang kids, too. That should go without saying. Jerry, kind of circling back to the technology that they can use to to track your location. I was talking about using that uh, cell phone data or infotainment data. I do have one of my cop buddies text in and said, 
hey, you're giving away our secrets. I'm literally on the way to do an infotainment drop now. So that's that's real. Jerry said, hell, they pinged every phone in America to see if you were in D.C. on January 6th. You can also use a Faraday bag, you know, if you have your phone with you and lock it. That's a smart idea if you're going to do something like that. You know, they really did show their hand with what they did to all the J6ers, didn't they? They showed what their technology is capable of. And then suddenly, they get stupid and try to tell us that none of that that same data that they locked a bunch of sightseers and tourists and patriots up. What's Ken Wade? Christians, patriots, rednecks? The same the same technology technology they use to lock up a bunch of patriots. They suddenly claim it doesn't work no more, or play stupid like it doesn't exist anymore. When it came time to proving that mules were shoving ballot boxes full of illegal ballots, funny how that works. But yeah, they really showed their hand there. Now we know. Uh, Tim texts in on the Guns and Gear text line. It says, I call them when the crap hits the fan friends. Talking about your real friends. You know, your real friends, we could do a whole show about this one day. We may. Your real friends, you don't have to talk to every day. You may you may even go a year or two without talking to them. Then you, you see them or you talk to them, and you, it's like you picked up right where you left off. I got a buddy of mine, and I'm, I'm going to mention his name because I don't see him often. But he's, he knows he's part of that inner circle. That's Sonny Evans. And I may go two, three years without seeing Sonny. We'll send each other text here and there, whatever. But if but I, Sonny can skydive back into my life or me back into his. And it's like that we were never gone a day. I mean, I know that dude. like a, He's like a brother. You don't have many people like that in your life. You know, that, and, I, and I've got some other really close friends like same thing, but I see them a lot more often. But 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 Sonny's an example of somebody I don't see once every couple of years. But but it's just like I never missed a day with him. You know those, those are those are rare rare friends, good folks. Let's see here. More guns and gear text. We got about two minutes to burn here. Jess says 100%. I think she is talking about the uh, the keep your circle tight. Uh, the text slowed down a little bit. Uh, I'll read some of your older texts here. Blake said, I've said it so many times. There's no way you can be a Christian and a Democrat. They support everything not Christian. So many Democrats that claim to be Christian. I just don't even pay attention because I know it's a lie. That's it, man. I just don't know how you can be a Democrat and a Christian. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even trying to be condescending to my to to the Democrats out there. If you support a party that is leading the charge to kill babies and take and take God out of everything, I don't know how you call yourself a Christian. And look, I'm a sinner. I am 100 percent a sinner. Sin every day, and there's things that I do. And if all sin is equal, as they say, my sin is no different than, than than other people's sin. It's why I don't, I know I get accused of being a homophobe and all these things because of my stance on the trans stuff, but it's why I don't, 
I don't say anything about people,、uh, lesbian, gay lifestyles. Because, you know, there's things as an unmarried man that,、uh, that I do. And I can't sit here and be a hypocrite. So that's your sin is between you and God. My sin is between me and God. You know, so anyway, getting a little off track there. But I at least support a political party that, at minimum, pretends to, to put God in, in front of everything, where the Democrats absolutely just tell you they don't. That was a mouthful there. One last text before we go to. Before we go to、uh, Before we go to a break here, says, on the Guns and Gear text line, it says, or maybe it's the religion that is so malleable that is the problem. Yeah, you know, Jameson is really good at talking about this stuff, about the modern church and some of the things it's done to try to recruit more people. And he, he can do that way better than I can, but that's a very good text there. And shout out to Kenneth Flowers. You're my boy, Blue. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, are you looking to make a career change? You like guns? You love being around guns? You know a lot about guns? Are you a gun guy or girl? Are you willing to be one? Guns and Gear is hiring. That's right. One of our great sponsors right out there in Gluckstadt on Highway 51 North at Yandale Road. They are hiring. You can go to their Facebook page and see the post with all the details there. It's rather lengthy, a、uh, lot of information, but they are growing their team. If you think you fit the description, they want to hear from you. Again, just go check out their Facebook page, Guns in Gear MS. That's the letter N, Guns in Gear MS. And get in touch with Hunter and see if,、uh, see if you're the right fit. Could be a life changing career move for you. <clears throat> Wish I knew the difference in a 223 and a 556. I might go over there. <laughs> Give it a whirl. No. Leave that one for somebody who naturally knows a little bit more about their guns than I do. <laughs> I, I, I am to guns what Nissan Altima drivers are to cars. I, I know what they do, and I, and I like them, and I know how to use them, but I am not an expert at it. <laughs> All right, man. It's been a fun show today. Mike Madison up next, followed by Jameson Haygood. Me and Sean and Russ Latino will be here tomorrow. Peace.